Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry noticed by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. Hello, hello, it's Debbie Gilbert from the Best Business Women Awards and today I'm joined by Sophie Millican from SRS and she not only been a winner but has been a finalist as well. So she was a finalist in 2017 for Best Recruitment. She was a finalist in 2018 for Best Recruitment and Best Business, which is a very difficult category to get shortlisted for and not deterred and full of determination, she came back again and won the best recruitment in 2019. So welcome, Sophie. Hello. <laughs> and I think you've got your award sitting there. With I you. have, yes. Fabulous. Yep, nice and sturdy. I like Great this one. Great to see. And, and actually, before we go on to talk about your business and stuff, you recently did a TEDx talk, didn't you? I did, yes. So you can find that if you search my name or it's actually called The Truth Behind the Showreel. And yeah, that kind of came off the back of some of the award success of last year and was was really interesting to, to go and do that. It was probably the most scary thing I think I've probably ever done. I can't tell you how nervous and sick I felt on, on the lead up to that. It was frightening. But as part of my talk, which is called The Truth Behind the Showreel, I actually wore the dress that I wore to collect this award and took the award with me. And um, if you watch the video, you'll hear the cheers when I come on in my gold dress. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing to see that. And I loved watching it. So, yeah, we'll actually add the link when we do some social media posts on it. We'll add the link for people to find it. But if they Google your name in YouTube, it will come up. Yeah, it will. So, Sophie, tell us about your business, what you do. And, you know, tell us about what made you start that business. Okay, so I was, after university, joined John Lewis on their graduate programme, went through a load of roles within within John Lewis, ended up down in London at the head office, a couple of different roles there, and then kind of fell into graduate recruitment. I managed the graduate recruitment team for the business for five years down there, absolutely loved it, just kind of fell into that role, fell into graduate recruitment but it was really interesting. I enjoyed doing a lot of external networking with other uh, employers. I loved doing all the stuff on campus and really fell in love with graduate recruitment. And then in 2013, there were the, it was probably the first of what has now been a, a number of restructures within, within John Lewis. And um, my role was changing a lot and it was moving from being based in, in Victoria in London out to Bracknell. Now, by this point, I'd moved back to Newcastle, having lived in London for a while, moved back to Newcastle. I was, I had a new baby, who she's now eight, so not so much of a baby, but at that point, new baby, I'd just gone back to work. I was commuting between Newcastle and London once a week. It wasn't every day, but once a week. And it was, that was already pretty challenging. So to then change a role, change to a role that wasn't hugely exciting for me, it wasn't, it wasn't quite the same. And to be based in Bracknell, which is which was a more challenging journey, 
I just thought it was the right time to move on. And, I, and I'm glad I did. The timing of it worked out really well. It was the right time to go. And I've got fond memories of that business. And it, and it gave me a great grounding and a great network to set up the business. So we, I set up the business with, with a business partner back in, in 2013. He left a few years back now. But in those early days, we were working together. And it's a graduate recruitment and employability consultancy. So we offer services to employers and universities. So for employers such as Marks and Spencer, AXA, people like that, we've designed their assessment materials. And we also can support them with the outsourcing. And then on the university side, we work with universities to embed employability within their curriculum. And we do this most famously through large-scale assessment centre uh, simulations that we run in football stadiums up and down the country. So we put up to 500 students through a day. They'll come along, complete an assessment centre, assessed by our professional team of assessors, get feedback on each element, and then this helps them when they're going for the real thing with, with employers. And we've recently pivoted that to offer that service online, which is something we've been working on for a while because we've, we've been using technology for coming up to a year now anyway. So we've been able to convert that to an online experience, which reflects what employers are doing right now. So, so what sort of challenges have you overcome in the last few years? Well, I guess probably... The, the biggest one in the last few years was um, my business partner leaving. So at the point where he, he decided to go, I was kind of like, oh, panic, 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 having had the comfort of working together for, for those early years. But actually, the timing was great. It was time for him to move on. I think I probably had like maybe a day of panic, like, oh, how am I going to do this on my own? Panic, panic, panic. But actually, um, I overcame that really quickly, a lot more quickly than I was expecting. And, you know, I've always had a great network around me. I recruited, I've recruited some really fantastic people. So I've got a brilliant team. We've got a great office that I'm missing at the moment, but we've got a great office in, in the city centre in Newcastle that's, that's in a great location. And, you know, we get to go out and about doing all sorts of wonderful things. So, yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. So, but that was a challenge. That was a challenge. And, you know, there's always, there's always challenges when you run a business, isn't there? There's always challenges. I mean, we merged the business in autumn of last year with a bigger group. So we now sit underneath a group. And that's been interesting, kind of working with other companies. It, it gives us more of a reach because we've now got an office in London and also one in Manchester that we have access to. So that's been really interesting to, to work out how we integrate all the different brands. And that's given me an additional role in, in addition to, to being MD of SRS. So I've got a chief strategy officer role across each of the brands. So that's been interesting just to kind of get to grips with that and learn about different businesses but it's all fun I always embrace every opportunity get stuck in and, and that's what makes me tick mm. I like the variety so going back to when you very first entered the awards in 2017 were awards part of your marketing strategy what made you decide to think about entering awards yeah so so I would say that they have always been part of our marketing strategy so some awards we get nominated for some we put ourselves forward for and I've got one member of my team that is that's one of her responsibilities right now so yeah I guess I've learned over the years what is what works in, in award submissions and actually the, the reality of it to have some achievements you can't do it too early on in your journey because you've got nothing to showcase at that point so you might have loads of ambition and determination and that's brilliant but actually you need some results behind that as well 
So I think that sort of the point where we started entering more things, we did have a bit more of a backstory. We had, you know, we had the office established, we had team members, we had some financials that were starting to look pretty solid. You've got to have all of those things to be able to demonstrate why you should why you should win the award. Um, but one of the things that I did in that in so in 2017, that was probably the peak year when we started applying for things. And I did get shortlisted for, for quite a few things, but I don't think we won anything that year. Maybe we won one thing, but um, it certainly wasn't. We certainly weren't prolific with awards that year. But one thing that I did that I thought was was has been really useful for our success since then been to ask for feedback because if you're a finalist then it's likely that you will get some sort of feedback if you ask for it and that's what I did and then I was able to to respond to to the feedback so that has then been really helpful in terms of being able to strengthen the applications. You also included I think from memory some really good statistics about your candidate feedback as well I think which yeah. I think is very useful to share. And you had some very strong testimonials from some of the universities that you worked with. I think reinforcing what you what you do and how well you do it. And I think that's really important. And it's something that a lot of people miss out because that's the thing that really strengthens what you do and, and how you do it. So then you went on to obviously win our award last year. And I think, you know, to keep re-entering shows a lot of tenacity on your part. So when you didn't win... It obviously didn't make you think, oh, I'm just going to throw in the towel and not bother. Did it make you think, right, I'm going to carry on pushing forward with my business and I'm just going to carry on entering again? Was that your mindset? I think that I often get told that I've got a lot of grit and determination. <laughs> I think maybe that's, that's evidence of it. I think that probably there was an element of, you know, I've got somewhere with it, let's try again because I think don't, don't be put off. And people, sometimes people, they fail at one thing, and then that puts them off forever. And I always think, no, you don't. You've got to, you've got to get back on and, and try again. So I think that was one part. But I think also the business just really, really took off. Mm-hmm. And we've had, you know, we won some massive contracts. So I knew that I perhaps some of the, the gaps that might have been apparent sort of earlier on, I knew that I'd been filling those in. And, you know, I was really really into my own development the last couple of years so that's developed my confidence you know I wrote a book last year so I knew that that would add some value to to the awards mission what's the book called so the book is called from learner to earner and it's a book for students and graduates to help them get their first graduate job so I knew that that would add value which I'm sure it did so it was all of those sorts of things that added together made sense to, to keep going and it paid off so you not only won our award last year, what else did you win? My God, what didn't I win? That sounds a bit cocky, but it, it, was, <laughs> it was mental. So you, you might remember from my um, from my TEDx talk that I, I said that a friend of mine called me the Anton Deck of Business Awards last year because it kept winning everything. I mean, it got to the point where towards the end of the year, I was starting to feel a bit sheepish about it, thinking, oh my God, I'm going to go to these awards but it was amazing I mean it was amazing it was such a good feeling you know if you could bottle that and bring it out when you need it it'd be brilliant but um, so I won the female entrepreneur of the year award with the forward ladies national award so I won that at the regional final and then I had to go through quite a scary um judging panel day um with all the other regional finalists and then there was a national award and I won I won that one as well so that was brilliant so I won that I also won, so we have the Women in the Network in the Northeast Network Awards in, in the Northeast, and they're really high profile within our region. They get quite a lot of press coverage and, and lots of social media interaction as well. 
and I had been shortlisted for three categories. So there was one that was around innovation, there was small business, and then they have like a flagship award for entrepreneurship, which is like the big, the big one, if you like. And I've been, so I've been shortlisted for the three of those and then went to the awards ceremony and I won the small business one quite early on in the night. And then I was celebrating with my friends because I've never seen anyone ever win two. So I just assumed, right, that's it. That's me done. Brilliant. Won that. Having a great time with my friends. Then I won the big one. Wow. To walk on stage, give a speech, completely smashed at this point, to be honest. So it was quite late on in the night. I was like, oh my God. It was being live streamed to Facebook. And um, luckily, I just I did I did get away with it. Just about I think it was a point where I kind of lost my train of thought and managed to pull it back. But yeah, that was mad. And their their awards are on hold at the moment for this year. But the tradition is that the person that wins that award gives a speech before sort of handing it over almost for for the next year. But um, that was brilliant. So yeah, it just felt like literally you know I was going to these awards all the time and sort of winning things. But it was brilliant, and it. You know, some I think some women suffer from imposter syndrome. I think we all do, actually, if, if I'm being totally honest. And you feel a bit kind of like putting yourself out there. Is that the right thing? Is it a bit arrogant? Is it, you know, should I be doing that? And I think that for, for me, it was recognition of a huge amount of work over the last few years in particular. It was recognition not only of me, but actually of stuff that the team had done as well. It was um, It was brilliant. And, you know, I think everyone should should go for it and not feel shy and just go for it. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not a massive fan of the voting awards. I think that the if you if you enter awards that are judged by a judging panel, uh, referring back to what you just said, it's a real validation mm. of your work and what you've achieved and, and that it's in, independently looked at by somebody else. And I think that carries a lot of weight. I mean what what's the impact been on winning these awards now for you, for your business? Well, I mean, it's certainly led to lots of exposure. So I've had a few articles that have been in the press and things that have, that have mentioned it, which has been fantastic. Whenever I've been shortlisted and or, or won awards, I always do a LinkedIn post about it. And they tend to be, especially if it's, you know, me sort of stood there, they get so many hits, I get so many views. So I think the one which I did on the train on the way back up to Newcastle after attending the, the Best Business Women Awards, I think that got something like 50,000 views on it on one post. <laughs> you know, it's incredible. And you're getting sort of random strangers commenting that, you know, well done, oh, that's amazing, congratulations, likes from sort of third degree connections. So that's been fantastic. The fact that I can list the awards on our website, uh, on our email signatures, uh, on, on LinkedIn and things like that, you know, it, it gives credibility, it's recognition, it's credibility that can maybe help potential clients sort of validate their their choice in using you. It's nice for them to see that you're award winning. Um, whenever I see clients, they always mention it. Oh, so you won that award. Oh, well done. That's brilliant. I'm really pleased for you and things like that. So you mention it in a pitch. If you were doing a pitch, would you mention awards? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'd have it. So if I had a slide deck, I'd have all the awards along the bottom. I mean, in our proposals, we list all our, our awards on one of the introduction pages. So yeah, it, it definitely adds, adds weight. You know, if you're looking at working with a, a company, are you going to go with someone that's got no external validation or are you going to go, oh my gosh, they've won a load of awards well you, you will go with that so I think that's that's been great and then because I won so many last last your last year last season 
that off the back of that, that was when I got asked to do the TEDx talk. So mm-hmm. a lot of people have to apply. Most people, I think, apply to do a TEDx talk. And I've got friends that have applied and not been successful and kind of gone and reapplied time and time again. It's always been on my list of things that I've wanted to do, but I've put it off because I don't speak. I don't find public speaking natural to me. I don't particularly enjoy it. I enjoy it afterwards, but I, I always get so nervous, like so unbelievably nervous that I don't put myself forward for these things. So it's kind of on my radar to do at some point. And then I got approached and that was off the back of, of my profile being pretty high at that point. Mm-hmm. And I thought I have to say yes. How, who can turn that down? And you know, that's been, I'm so glad I did it. Much as I felt sick for months and felt sick going onto the stage, I'm so glad I did it. And and um, I'll let you into a secret that not everyone knows yet is that off the back of the TED Talk and the fact that we've been in a, a period of lockdown at the time of recording this, I've actually been writing my next book. Oh, so yeah, so it was going to be linked to the, to the TEDx Talk and then it's kind of grown arms and legs since and... It's going to be a book, I think it's going to be called The Ambition Accelerator. And it's going to be aimed at young women who, whether they're going through a corporate career path or whether they're looking to be an entrepreneur, and it's to inspire and encourage them to just go for it and be really bold with their ambition. And yeah, so that's all fallen into this crazy journey. And, and, And off the back of the fact that my profile has increased, I've been able to attract some quite high profile women to be in it so I'm not going to give away any of the names yet because they're booked into the interview but I haven't done it yet so until I've done that but one of them you will recognize for being on a very high profile BBC2 program uh, about entrepreneurs who pitch so (laughs) I would guess who that might be but until I've done it I don't announce that publicly yeah you're probably better off just to keep that under wraps anyway I did notice that you'd connected up with some of the other winners uh, from the awards. Oh, yes. So that's been so good. So you did that fantastic winner's drinks thing in London. And it just so happened that I was in London that night. So it was brilliant that I could attend. And I got chatting to Aisha from Manchester, who won the best businesswoman in legal services. And it was just one of those conversations where you just absolutely hit it off with someone and we hadn't met on the on the night of the awards so and again she happened to be in London and and it fit her schedule and we just had the best chat ever it was so good and then we've stayed in touch after that and then we actually met up for lunch in Manchester a couple of months ago and she you know I'm I'm hopeful that you'll interview her at some point because her profile's gone through the roof because she's been on the BBC doing her her program and yeah, just one of those people that's just got loads of energy and enthusiasm that just completely hit it off with. And yeah, she's she's great. I absolutely love her. I can completely see why she she won and she's had a good run of things with awards as well. She won another one after us as, as well. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember. It was one of the Nora Awards. Yes. I think what strings you all together, there is a commonality, even though you're all in different industries. But having done the awards now, we're sort of in the sixth year now. Over the last five years, meeting with all of you, I think there's 78 of you in the Winners Club, you all have that absolute gut determination and tenacity to keep pushing forward. And I think that's the common characteristic that you all share. And it's just lovely because I think, you know, we don't get anywhere by sitting around hoping for it to happen. We have to make things happen. And it's great that you're doing something to inspire younger women because a lot of younger women need those role models. They may not have at home or they may not have found at school. 
So I think people like you are great examples for the younger generation and to inspire them to go go do the job of their dreams or the business of their dreams. So if someone's sitting here watching the video, not very sure about it, and like you alluded to earlier, we can feel like we're blowing our own trumpet sometimes, but what would your advice be to anyone thinking of entry, not just our awards, but any awards? I think absolutely what you've just said, go for it. You, you know, you've got to be in it to win it. It's like those people that say, you know, I never win anything. Okay, so what, what competitions or what, what things have you put yourself forward for? Oh, nothing. Right, well, you're never going to win. I hear, <laughs> so I hear that a lot. You've got, you've got to go for it. And even if you're not successful, if you can, try and get the feedback and, you know, try again, look at what you need to work on. But absolutely, I mean, I'm a huge fan of taking every opportunity. I talk about that a lot whenever, whenever I speak at any event. And you, you've just got to do that. And awards, you know, particularly for, for business owners, it's got to be a key part of your marketing strategy because it, it leads to so many other things and it creates content for, for lots of things. It gives you exposure, profile, mm. validation, recognition, all of those wonderful things. And I think you'd be mad not to try. Do you have like a process of looking at what awards that you want to enter and what what awards attract you? I mean, what are the things that you look for when you're entering an award? Yeah, so I've um, delegated that to one of my team now, but my direction is that it has to be relevant to what we do. So I feel like I, because I've won so many for for me as a businesswoman now, I kind of feel like I've, I've kind of done that. And actually I'd rather try and maybe help other people that, that have put themselves forward for awards. So I feel like I've kind of ticked that box. So we're now more looking at industry awards but also a, a big part of our strategy is actually to get recognition for our clients. So where we can enter awards um, on behalf of them, um, where really, you know, they're winning, they're winning it, but you know, they're associated with us and we've helped them and it's, it's the projects we've worked on together. So that's kind of me taking it to the next level, I guess. Hmm. I think though you said, uh, I, I, I got a little bit like that when I'd, I'd won a few and then thought, Oh, I'll leave it. And then I didn't enter anything for about, three or four years and then uh, back in 2018 I entered the SME Hertfordshire Awards which we won it and we then qualified for the Nationals which we then won the Nationals and in a year where I'd had the major accident and kind of ended the year really well so I think sometimes taking a break from it and doing, doing other things and coming back to it but I think you're a great example and, you know, it's been a pleasure to interview you today and to talk about your journey. And I think anybody watching this could, could not be not inspired by everything that you've said. So, you know, thank you for joining me and good luck with the book. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sophie. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.